Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson where I'm going to talk about the season of winter. If you aren't aware, I've been doing uh, a lesson on each season as the season approaches. So, I did a lesson last spring on the season of spring. I did a session, a lesson at the beginning of last summer on the season of summer. Earlier this year or earlier this fall, I did a lesson on the season of fall or autumn and today I thought we should do a lesson on the season of winter. Now, it isn't quite winter yet. Winter starts in about two weeks. I think this year on December 21st or 22nd, the season of winter will start but we certainly experience a lot of winter weather before winter starts and I thought it would be a good idea to learn about winter before it starts so that you're able to talk about it when it does start. A few things before we get started. First of all, let me just check my audio to make sure things are working. Sounds like things are good. I do want to say hi to all of the people in the chat. I see Rod, the Brazilian English teacher is here. Panthera Nori is here. I know Brent from American English is here. I know that Annette Manzi is here. Norma is here. So many of you are here. Todd and Dave are here to moderate the chat. Please keep the chat in English. Please try to practice your English in the chat. If you have a question, there will be a link that you can use to ask that question. But let's get the lesson started. I'm not, I'm pretty sure you're not surprised that this is the first word that I'm going to look at. One of the things that happens in the winter when you live in the northern countries of the world or if you live in the southern countries, certainly if you live close to the equator, you don't have this in the winter but we have lots of snow. Where I live in Ontario, Canada, it's usually fairly white outside from the middle of December till about the end of February. There's something beautiful about snow. When it snows outside, when we have a snowfall, there's something very beautiful about the fact that it covers everything in white. I often joke with Jen that winter is nice because it covers up all the junk outside of our house. Sometimes kids leave things outside and when it snows, everything just looks perfect. So, I love a nice snowfall. One of the things that's neat about snow is that it not only lands on the ground, it not only accumulates on the ground, it also lands on buildings and trees and cars and it just creates this really beautiful white scenery. If you have never seen snow before, I hope that someday you are able to visit a country that has a really good winter. Um when I mean a really good winter, I mean lots of snow, lots of really really cold weather. Hey, the other thing that we have lots of in the winter is ice. So, snow falls out of the sky. When it's cold enough, then instead of rain falling from the sky, snow falls from the sky but we also have lots of ice. Our rivers, our lakes, our streams, our bodies of water tend to freeze in the winter. It doesn't always happen. It depends how big the body of water is. For instance, when it's minus five degrees Celsius, the puddles in our driveway will freeze. Puddles are small bodies of water on a road or driveway. When it gets a little colder, the small creek will freeze. When it gets colder yet, the river that you see in some of my videos will freeze. And when it gets really, really cold, the lakes will freeze. So, ice is definitely something we have. Once we have ice, we are able to do things like 
go skating. That's a, certainly a fun thing to do in the winter. Um we definitely have what are called snowstorms. So, the same way you would have a rainstorm in the warmer seasons. We also have snowstorms. They're actually calling for a snowstorm later today. That means it's just going to snow a lot. If the snowstorm, oh, I'm on the wrong slide. That's okay. Snowstorms are made of many, many tiny things called snowflakes. You can see here there is a tiny snowflake. Um there's a belief that no two snowflakes are the same. That every snowflake that falls is unique. I think a few years ago though, they did prove that it was possible for two snowflakes to be the same. But generally, snowflakes are very, very tiny. Um even when you look at something like this snowstorm and you can see these bigger flakes in the snow in the picture, each bigger flake is actually made up of small snowflakes. Um one of the funnest things to do when you're a kid is to go outside when it's snowing in a snowstorm and you try to eat. You try to catch the snowflakes in your mouth and you try to eat them. If you've done that before, let me know in the chat if you've ever gone outside in a snowstorm and tried to catch snowflakes in your mouth. It's kind of a fun thing to do. Mostly kids do it but I've done it once in a while as well. Um if the storm is really, really bad, if the storm, if the snowstorm lasts for many hours or many days and we have a lot of snow, we call it a blizzard. So, a blizzard is just hours and hours of snow falling on the ground. Um I've been through a few blizzards in my life. They are really cool but also really scary at the same time. When I was a young child, we had a blizzard in the year 1977 and we didn't go to school for a whole week and the snow was um as deep as my dad was tall. The snow was almost six feet deep outside which is two meters. We all know that now uh because two meters and six feet is how far apart we're supposed to stay right now. So, a really, really, really hard and long snowfall would be called a blizzard. Um I like blizzards but like I said, when you have a blizzard, you can't go anywhere because it's unsafe to drive um but they certainly are beautiful in the sense that lots of snowfalls. Um this is a picture of a house that's covered in snowdrifts. So, snowdrifts form when it's windy and when the snow is carried sideways by the wind and it starts to pile up. Okay? So, if you have a snowstorm and there's no wind, all of the snow falls straight down but if there is wind, the snow when it lands can be carried by the wind and it can accumulate into what we call snowdrifts. So, around the sides of the house in the picture that you see are some really, really large snowdrifts. Let me see where I am here. Um we also refer to the amount of snow as accumulation. So, they'll say things like, It's going to snow later today. There's going to be three to five centimeters of accumulation because when rain falls, the rain just goes away but when snow falls, it piles up on the ground. It accumulates on the ground. So, sometimes we'll have five or ten centimeters of accumulation. Sometimes twenty-five centimeters of accumulation um and that's when things get really, really fun. So, we refer to the buildup of snow on the ground as accumulation. 
Um you'll also see what are called icicles. Icicles form when snow melts and then it drips off the edge of a building or a rock but then it refreezes and it forms this long piece of ice which we call an icicle. Um apparently it's hard to pronounce if you're learning English. So, I'll say it a few more times. Icicle. Sometimes along the side of our barn, there are lots of icicles in the winter. So, for icicles to form, again, it has to be warm enough for the snow to melt on the roof but then cold enough that it refreezes. So, usually when the sun hits the roof of a building, it melts the snow but when the water drips off the edge, it's in the shade and it refreezes. Uh let me see here. I think now would be a good time for me to take a few questions. Let me jump over to the question app and see how many questions are available and we'll get started on some questions. As I do that, I'm just gonna do a little audio check here and I am gonna say hello to the 385 people who are watching. Welcome to this English lesson where I'm talking a lot about winter. Um what I haven't mentioned yet is that it's my favorite season by the way. Um let's see here. Renata has the first question. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm good, Renata. Thank you. What's winter like in British Columbia? Is it too cold? Have you ever been there? Have a great day, sir. So, I live in the province of Ontario. Renata is asking about the province of British Columbia which is far to the west of me. I have been to British Columbia a few times when I was younger. It's definitely warmer in British Columbia during the winter. Um I know when I was there one time visiting relatives, we went for a walk every night after supper. At night in the middle of the winter, it was only two degrees Celsius outside. But what British Columbia has is many, many large mountains. So, if you want to experience winter weather, you can live in the city where it's relatively warm. I know two degrees is still cold but you can drive out to a mountain and go skiing and enjoy a lot of outdoor winter activities but British Columbia is just beautiful. Again, if you ever have a chance to visit Canada, you should definitely visit the province of British Columbia. Modine has the next question. Modine says, Mr. Bob, how do homeless people survive on the street, cope with winter cold and make it through all the winter knowing that winter in Canada is one of the harshest in the world? Thanks. So, we have a lot of what are called shelters or homeless shelters. In the winter, we try to encourage those people who are living on the street to find a place in a shelter. We don't always have enough room in the shelters. So, homeless people will construct places to live in the winter out of cardboard and many, many blankets but certainly in Canada, in our major cities, we try our best to take care of those who are homeless. We try our best to make sure they get some hot soup every day. Sometimes it's from a homeless shelter. Sometimes it's from a church but usually in the winter, we try to make sure there is somewhere for people without homes to go so that they can stay warm. But Modine, it is sad every year because it is really cold and people do end up staying out in the cold and sometimes it's not good. So, great question. Um as I said, Canada is very similar to the rest of the world. We have a lot of things that we're still trying to do right and one of the things that we are trying to do right is to take care of those who are homeless. Let's see here. Next question is from Henry from Taiwan. Henry says, hi, teacher Bob. What's the difference between cooling and chilling? Thank you so much. 
So you're, you can be cooling off um, and you can be chilling. Yeah. So let me s- say how we use cool and chill. So when it is cool outside, I think I'm going to talk about cool and chilly, Henry. Hopefully that works. When it's cool outside, it means you need a jacket. When it's chilly outside, it means you need a jacket. When it's freezing outside, you need a winter coat. So that's how I would describe those things there. Just one sec, folks. My mic keeps bumping around. I think it was touching my table. There we go. Next question. Um, Mike says, Speaking of winter, is the term to clear snow proper to describe the activity of moving snow with a shovel? You rock. Yeah, so sometimes you have to clear snow from your driveway. You can describe it in a number of ways, Mike. You can say, I need to go shovel the snow. I need to go clear the driveway. I need to go clear the sidewalk. All of those phrases refer to the act of actually removing snow and uh, getting it out of the way so you can walk nicely. Um, Let's see here. Next question. Isam from Israel says, good morning, Mr. and Dr. Bob. Now, I'm I'm Dr. Bob now, Isam. Thank you. How are you? I suppose you are good. Yes, I am. Thank you. What's the difference between snow and ice? So, again, snow is what falls out of the sky and it falls as flakes. Ice is what forms when water is present and the temperature goes below zero degrees Celsius and then the water goes from its liquid form to a solid form. So, that's the difference between uh snow and ice. Uh let's see here. Ricardo says, hi, teacher Bob. Here in Brazil now, it is 31 degrees Celsius. My question is, in winter when it's snowing, do you use a special kind of tire or some special device on the wheels? So, I have what are called snow tires on my car. I'll talk about that a little bit later. In the winter in Canada, most people change their tires um and they put a tire on that's just better at gripping in icy and snowy conditions. Um and yeah, 31 degrees in Brazil. My friend Rod, the Brazilian English teacher, I talked to him earlier this week and he mentioned that it was over 30 degrees in Brazil and I was just surprised because I, I'm still baffled. Not baffled. It's interesting to me that half the world is warm when the other half of the world is really, really cold. Let's see here. Um and the next question's from Rod. It's a coincidence, I think. Rod, the Brazilian English teacher says, good morning, Mr. Bob. Hi, Rod. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for asking. I wonder what's the good side about winter and also its flip side. Have a great one. So, the good thing about winter. Um oh, I do wanna welcome English practice test who has just joined as a member. Thank you so much, English practice test. That is awesome of you. Thank you for supporting me. The good thing about winter, Rod, is that it is actually fun for some of us to be outside in the winter. It's fun to go outside and play with our kids in the winter but it's also really fun to be in a cozy warm house in the winter. There's just this nice feeling of reading in a chair when there's a nice snowfall outside that you can see through the window. window. So, yes, definitely winter has its good and its bad aspects. Um Let's see here. Justin Trudeau is here again. The best teacher in the world. I hope you make some videos about grammar. I love Canada. We'll see, Justin. Someday, maybe I'll make a series of videos about grammar. Uh let's see here. Natalia says, hi, Bob. In winter, we wait for the arrival of spring and in spring, when winter finally leaves, do you agree? It depends, Natalia. I think some people wish that winter just never came. 
I, for one, really like winter until about the end of January and then I start to hope for spring. So, I do really like winter but at a certain point, enough is enough, we would say in English. There are Canadians, as I mentioned in other weeks, who we call snowbirds who don't like the winter and who actually go to the state of Florida during the winter because they like warm weather. Uh, so, they kind of move to the south. Uh, let's see here. Let's continue with the lesson. Where were we? We were on icicle. So, I mentioned uh that uh winter is kind of cool because um sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Another thing that we do in the winter is we play outside. Kids definitely play outside. Someone once asked, do kids in Canadian schools have recess in the winter? And the answer is yes. They put on their winter coats and their winter hats and they go outside for recess or playtime in the winter all all winter long. One of the things that kids do outside and sometimes adults is they make what are called snowmen. A snowman is made when you roll snow into really big snowballs and you stack them on top of each other uh and then you decorate it so it looks kind of like a person. You might have watched a show called Frosty the Snowman or heard a song about Frosty the Snowman. So, definitely um that's something you should maybe you should listen to that song. Well, don't start listening to Christmas songs yet. Um but a snowman is something that often gets built in our yard at some point during the winter. Now, there are different kinds of snow. So, there's something called packing snow. You can't make a snowman unless the snow is packing snow. Here's what I mean by that. When it snows and it's minus 10, the snow is really really hard and it doesn't stick together. When it snows and it's zero degrees or minus one degree, the snow is softer and when you when you put the snow against other snow, it sticks together. We call it packing snow. You can only make a snowman if you have packing snow because otherwise you can't roll a snowball. So, if you are visiting a country with winter and it's minus 10, you will have trouble making a snowman because it's not warm enough. Isn't that funny? It has to be around minus one to make a snowman. Um another thing that happens quite often in the winter is that people make snowballs. When you can pack the snow really hard, you can make a ball out of it and then of course, once you've made a snowball, you can have a snowball fight. So, a snowball fight is when people decide they're going to make snowballs and they're going to throw them at each other. Um usually, a snowball doesn't hurt but you have to be careful when you make a snowball. You don't wanna make the snowball too hard. If you make the snowball too hard, it will hurt when it hits someone but if you make the snowball just right, it's kind of light and it breaks apart really easily when it hits someone. So, um Definitely, again, if you have never experienced snow, I hope that you can visit a snowy country someday and make a snowball and have a little snowball fight. They're a lot of fun. Kids have snowball fights all the time. Um let's see here. I'm actually I think I actually hear a snowplow going by right now which is odd because it's a little bit warm for that. Um a snowplow is a large truck with a blade on the front that goes down the roads and streets to clear the snow. You remember earlier, we had a question about clearing the snow. When it snows a lot, 
it becomes very dangerous to drive in the snow. It's slippery so your car can slip on the road. You can slide off the road into the ditch. So, we often have snow plows which drive around during winter storms to clear the snow from the road. They have a large blade blade on the front of the snow plow and as they drive, it pushes the snow off to the side of the road. Um but uh what was I gonna say? That's not actually enough. Once the snow is cleared, we also put down lots of salt and sometimes sand on the road. So, you'll often see a snow plow with a blade on the front to push the snow out of the way and they'll have a large container of salt on the back. Yes, salt. The same thing you put on your food. We put it on our roads because salt will melt the ice. So, the snow plow clears the snow and then it usually spreads salt to melt the ice. So, that makes it a lot safer to drive on the road. Um some people wonder besides snow tires whether we put chains on our tires. In my area of Canada, we don't do that but there are areas of Canada where they do put chains on their tires to make it easier to drive in the snow. Um we were talking about clearing the driveway. In order to do that, you either use a snow shovel or a snow blower. I forgot to put a picture of a snow blower in the slideshow but a snow shovel is obviously a tool you use to shovel snow to clear it from your driveway. A snow blower is something that is a machine that will do it for you. So, you simply push the snow blower along and it shoots the snow off your driveway into the side onto your lawn usually. So, snow shovel and snow blower. I'm sorry that I didn't put a picture of a snow blower. That would have been fun to show you. Okay. In order to drive in the winter, you have to clean your car off, okay? So, before you can drive, you have to clean the snow and sometimes ice off of your car. In the morning on a snowy cold day, Canadians often will start their car and then they'll turn the heater on in their car and then they will clean their car off. So, then they will scrape off all of the ice and brush off all of the snow. In order to do that, you need an ice scraper. So, I will often say to Jen, I'm gonna go start the van and I'm gonna clean the snow off the van. Um and that's just a typical thing that people do when there was some snowfall in the evening. So, the ice scraper is used to scrape off ice. The snow brush is used to scrape off snow. Usually, you start with the snow brush, then you use the ice scraper. I actually have a snow brush where it's a brush at one end and then the other end is an ice scraper. So, it has this attachment at one end and it has the brush at the other end. That's a very handy tool to have. It's very useful um in order to clean off your vehicle. And then sometimes you do need to wait till your vehicle warms up a bit so that you can see out of the windshield. So, in the morning, almost every day in the winter, I go outside and I clean the snow off my car and I scrape the ice off of it. It's pretty normal routine. Maybe my kids should start doing that. Yeah, that's a good idea, isn't it? Um so, something you can do in a car in the winter in a parking lot is something called donuts. Um this has different names in different parts of the country um but a donut is when you drive your car really fast in a circle on a slippery surface. It's um a little bit dangerous 
um you should only do it in a parking lot where there are no other cars around but again if you go with your car and if it's rear wheel drive you drive forwards and you drive in circles and your car actually slides around and it leaves a circle on the pavement that looks like a donut um if you're in a front wheel drive car you have to actually do this backwards um I think you understand why but donuts are just a fun thing to do in a vehicle a little bit dangerous a fun thing to do in a vehicle in the winter. Um oftentimes when I go to school in the winter when I get there I can see that someone was doing donuts in the parking lot. Um it's quite common to see that uh the snow is there's all these circles in the snow from the tires. So, a lot of fun to see people do that. Yeah, you could call it drifting. I see that in the chat. You could call it drifting as well. Uh let's see here. Um let's do a few questions. Let's actually go to members chat as well at this point in time. Just give me a moment here to turn on members only chat. So, again, at a certain point in the lesson, I usually turn on members only chat. I wanna thank all of my members for supporting my channel for clicking the join button. If you are a member, you can totally ask questions in the chat right now and I will continue with answering questions from everyone else. Let's see here. Next question is from Alex Valdez. Alex says, winter is awesome. What I most like about it is the cold weather. By the way, due to your motivation, I'm walking 30 minutes every morning. That's awesome, Alex. I'm happy to hear that you're walking. It makes me feel a little bit bad because I didn't walk yesterday. So, I'll make sure that I go for a walk later today but that is awesome to hear that you were walking. I'm glad that I could motivate you. Cold weather is very, very nice for people who like it. The air is very crisp. When you breathe out, you can see your breath because your breath is so warm. When you breathe out in the cold air, you can see your breath. It's actually a fascinating uh phenomenon when you can do that. So, Uh let's see here. Key Park says, what's the lowest temperature in the coldest winter days in your area? Thank you. So, Key Park, the coldest it gets here is about minus 20 degrees Celsius and it doesn't happen a lot. Usually about four or five days throughout the winter, it gets to about minus 20 degrees Celsius. Normally for us, temperatures range between let's see, minus one and minus 12, somewhere in there. A normal winter day is about minus seven or something like that. So, not super cold for us. Fairly normal for us but uh, yes, definitely we do have a few days where it gets really, really cold. Uh let's see here. English practice test says, I'm also an English teacher, Bob, currently in France. I make English practice tests, especially grammar, TOEIC and TOEFL. Well, cool. Thank you for letting us know about that. Let's see here. Katerina. So, hello, Bob. Does your family have any special Christmas traditions? Well, we get together to eat and we do give each other gifts although this year, we will only be doing it with our kids. We won't be going anywhere uh, to do that with any of my extended family. So, I haven't, I don't have any slides about Christmas in here. I should have done that but Christmas is definitely one of the biggest holidays during the winter season as well as New Year's Eve, of course. Um let me see here. Jumping over. Ricardo says, teacher, the car engine needs some special action to work well in the winter. No, we don't do anything very different. There is an additive in our gasoline. They have the gas is called winter gas. It has a little bit of antifreeze in it, I think. 
Um, and some people do put a thinner oil in their car for the winter but not everyone does that. Uh let's see here. English practice test says at our place here it seldom snows in winter. Um I would be sad if that didn't happen. Annette says do you have Christmas without snow sometimes in Ontario? Is it frequent? Yes, Annette. Sometimes we always dream of a white Christmas. Everyone loves in Canada to have beautiful snow on the ground at Christmas and uh if you don't it's kind of sad especially if it's like five degrees Celsius and just rainy and muddy on Christmas day. That's kind of sad. Uh CO Wu says, hi, Bob. How do you explain English hibernation? Thanks. So, bears eat lots of food in the fall and then they hibernate through the winter. So, they basically sleep for most of the winter. They're in their den and they sleep. Sometimes, um sometimes uh people will hibernate a little bit as well. They'll say, oh, I'm just gonna hibernate for the weekend um and it basically means they're just not going anywhere. They're gonna stay home and eat lots of snacks. Um Let's see here. Oh, I see. Thanks. Yeah. So, Dave has retrieved Sam's comment. Nightbot looks like he removed it. Hi, teacher Bob. Time is fleeting. I feel you just finished the lesson about the fall season lately but now you are learning. We are learning about the winter season. Do you somehow feel more sentimental during the winter? Yes. First of all, time does fly for sure. Uh and yeah, I do feel more sentimental in the winter. I think because we're inside a lot. You tend to look at more family photos. You tend to read books that might remind you of your childhood. So, definitely, Sam, yes, I do feel a little more sentimental in the winter. Uh let's see here. Aniko, have you decorated your Christmas tree? It is so weird for me that people in North America decorate the tree in the beginning of December. Here in Hungary, we do it on December 24th or one to two days earlier. Yeah, it's our the room's kind of a mess but the tree is actually over there. My kids set the tree up the other day. It is a little strange. I I always say I don't wanna have a Christmas tree until December. I wanna at least wait till December but uh Aniko, some people set it up even earlier than that. Rod, the Brazilian English teacher, in your video, the difference between love and like, you record in a blizzard. Does it bother you sometimes or you're an expert about it already? Oh, it doesn't bother me to be outside. In fact, If we have a really good snowstorm, I usually go out in it for a little bit. You can't stay out for a long time. I'm not uh, immune to the cold. It does eventually get to me but I do like going outside when it's really cold and especially when it's snowing. It's lots of fun. Um Panthera says, dear teacher Bob, is it necessary for you to use a tracking device? I think so or ice grips during the winters there on your boots. No. Rarely do people do that. If they're going to go for a walk out in the wilderness, they might put um there's a couple of different things you can put on the bottom of your boot like spikes. We don't usually use those here. We don't get a lot of snow here, Panthera. It doesn't get super deep. Uh you don't need snowshoes either. Uh Anuat says, hi, teacher Bob, does Oscar wear clothes in the winter? Thanks. No, but his coat, his like his fur gets thicker. So, we can already see Oscar's getting thicker fur so that when he goes outside, he's nice and warm. Uh let's see here. Aniko says, really? Yes, Aniko. Sorry. Yeah, we we do have our Christmas tree up already. (laughs) I know it's a little crazy. I would prefer to do it the way you do it in Hungary. I would prefer to wait. Uh Huangvo says, good morning, Bob. Good morning, everyone. Hello, Huangvo. English practice test says, in my country, the Philippines, we start decorating and set up our Christmas trees when Burr month start. So, September, October, November, December. Interesting. 
Aniko says they should let it they should leave it in the room the whole year. I don't know. I like the Christmas tree but um just for a month. That's long enough I think for me. Uh Stem, great. I like talking about Christmas. It is a fun holiday. That's for sure. Um Seo Wu says today's topic reminds me of your short video on a snowy day. So, if you look for um let's learn English in the snow. Maybe Todd or Dave can find that video. A year ago, I think we had a snow day and I made a video about snow. Some of this topic is in that video as well. Um but I teach it outside. So, that might be more fun than this one. Um Vladimir says, hi teacher Bob. Hi everyone. Uh, have a nice day all of you. Thanks Vladimir. You too. And Elian says, meanwhile, we don't get snow at all here. Uh, that is sad. I do feel bad when people live in a country where they don't get a lot of snow. Ario has the next question. Ario says, hello, Mr. Bob or hola, Mr. Bob. How to transform into a snowman? LOL. Mr. Bob, oh, no snow landing on my hair. Just joking. So, in some of my videos, when I'm outside when it's snowing, the snow accumulates on me and I slowly turn into a snowman. Yeah, it's kind of funny. There was one last week where I was outside in the snow and it kept landing on my nose which was funny. Hey, Alex has joined and become a member of the channel. Thank you so much, Alex, for clicking that join button and for supporting me in the work that I do. So, it looks like Dave has found the link to that video. Uh you might wanna open that in a new tab and go watch that later. It's I think a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun making it last year. Um let me see where I'm at time-wise. Let me do a couple more questions and then we'll get back to the lesson. Diego says, hey, Bob, I hope your day goes cool. Here's my question. Is is it difficult to live with snow and those extreme temperatures? No, it's all about clothing, Diego. When people move to Canada, when they immigrate to Canada from warmer countries, they're often taught it's all about having the right clothes and having layers of clothing. So, staying warm isn't about buying the warmest coat. It's about wearing a t-shirt, a dress shirt, a sweater and a winter coat. The more layers of clothing you wear, the warmer you will be. It's about having the right hat and the right gloves and about having the right footwear for winter. If you're dressed properly, it's actually quite enjoyable to be outside in the winter. Um Let's see here. Rod says, in Brazil, we have our Christmas tree assembled and decorated on December 6th. Very cool. Hey, let me just jump over and I'm going to turn off the members only chat so everyone can talk again. Let me get that done Uh, and let me just quickly say thank you again to all of you with your name in green for clicking the join button and supporting my channel. You guys are awesome. Let me check the time and where we're at. Let's get back to the lesson for a bit. Um and then I'll do a few more questions later. One of the things that kids build in the winter and some adults, by the way, adults do play outside in the winter. Um often if you have little children, you will play outside with them. One of the things you can do is build a snow fort. When you have a large snow drift, you can actually use a shovel and hollow it out and make a fort inside. You can also pile snow and create walls and build a snow fort. Often when kids, how far back is that? Oh, it's pretty far back. Often when kids have snowball fights, they'll actually build two snow forts far apart from each other and then they'll pretend that they're having a little snow uh, a little fight, a little battle. So, a snow fort is a cool thing to build. Let me make this a bit bigger for you to see. 
So, you can see here some children have hollowed out this snowdrift so they can kind of pretend it is a fort. By the way, a fort is a structure that usually armies build. Um you have an army base or a fort. So, it's just kind of a fun place for kids to play. There are two things you can do on a snowy hill. You can go sledding or you can go tobogganing. This is when you slide from the top of the hill down to the bottom of the hill. Um a toboggan is a wooden thing. So, if you look, these ladies are sitting on a toboggan. A toboggan is a wooden, I don't wanna say sled because it's just called a toboggan and they go tobogganing. There are also things called sleds that you can slide down on. Um but basically, a toboggan is something that you slide down a hill on. A sled is something that you slide down a hill on. It is a lot of fun. I actually have another video that I made in the winter two years ago. Maybe Todd or Dave could find that. In the thumbnail, I'm actually on a a sled going over a little ramp. So, uh, maybe you find that one. Maybe people would like to see that as well. I don't know. Um so, tobogganing and sledding, both things that you do where you slide down a hill. In fact, one of my kids just the other day went sledding with a friend. So, great activity to do outside um especially during our current uh our current situation. Um snowmobiling is something that more is a more of an adult sport or an outdoor activity for adults in the winter. Sorry, I'm tripping over my words. Let me have a little sip of water. If you have a snowmobile, you can go snowmobiling. I've mentioned this before that the river sometimes freezes by my house. It has a covering of ice and then snow and often there will be a lot of snowmobiles that go by in the winter. If that happens this winter, I'll try to get a short video of it. But many, many Canadians own snowmobiles and then in the middle of the winter when there's lots of snow, they will go snowmobiling. It is a very, very common activity uh for Canadians in the winter. In fact, many people will take their snowmobiles to the north um where there's lots of snow and they'll go snowmobiling on the weekends. Um a lot of people really like that. Oh, here we go. So, we mentioned this earlier. In the winter, many Canadians put a special tire on their car called a snow tire. It looks the same as a normal tire but the rubber is a bit softer and the tread is deeper. Hopefully, you understand that and it just allows you to drive to slow down and control your vehicle better in the winter. So, most vehicles in the wintry parts of Canada have snow tires. In the province of Quebec, it's actually the law. You have to have snow tires if you live there. Um let's see here. I'm just gonna check how far I am but we're doing well. Again, in the winter, you're going to wear special clothing. So, let's go over all of the clothing. You'll wear a toque or a winter hat. You'll have gloves where your fingers each have their own cozy little spot or mittens where all of your fingers go in the same spot. You'll probably have a scarf around your neck. You will have layers of clothing. Often in the winter, Canadians will wear um an undershirt or a t-shirt. They'll wear a just a normal shirt. They'll wear some kind of hoodie. See the hood here or sweatshirt or sweater and then on top of that, they'll wear a winter coat. We also sometimes wear two layers on the bottom of our body. We'll wear something called long johns or leggings. Women sometimes wear leggings and then on top of that, 
people will wear jeans. But honestly, most people wear layers above the waist and just usually wear pants in the winter in Canada. On your feet, you just wear socks but you'll most likely have winter boots as well. Winter boots are just really nice because they just keep out the snow but also if it's wet outside, they keep out the wet. So, you need to dress for the weather for sure. Some people wear earmuffs to cover their ears as well um but there are many, many things that you can wear in the winter to stay warm. Some people wear turtlenecks. A turtleneck is a shirt where it goes all the way up. You kind of look like a turtle. Um one of the things that kids really enjoy is something called a snow day. A snow day is when we have a snowstorm and if the storm is really bad, they will close school for the day. So, my children often on a really snowy night, they'll get up early to see if school is canceled that day. They'll go on the internet to see if it's been declared a snow day. Last year, we had a snow day in the middle of November already. I got a call early in the morning from my boss saying, snow's really bad today. School is canceled. And that's just for a teacher, that's really cool because you just get a day off. Uh for kids, it's really cool as well because they get to spend the day at home. They don't need to learn from home. It's just a day off for the kids. So, if we have a really, really bad snowstorm, for sure if we have a blizzard, uh they will say it is a snow day. Um so, Elian is asking what's the difference between mittens and gloves? So, it's how your hand goes in. So, when you put on gloves, your fingers each go into their own part. So, if you can do this, you're wearing a glove. When you wear a mitten, your thumb has its own spot and all the fingers go in the same spot. So, that's the difference between a glove and a mitten. I should have made slides for that. Sorry, Elliot. Um there's something called snow angels. So, a snow angel is made by laying on the ground and then you move your arms and legs at the same time and then when you get up, you'll see what look like angels on the ground. Snow angels are pretty cool. I actually think in my video about winter, I might even make a snow angel. I think I did on that day. Um couple last things here. When it's really cold, we have something called the wind chill factor. So, when it's minus five outside but it's very, very windy, it can actually feel like minus eight or minus nine. So, we have something called the wind chill factor. They'll often on the weather report say um low of minus 10 today with the wind chill factor, it will feel like minus 12 or low of minus 11 today with the wind chill factor, it will feel like minus 15. So, the wind can make it feel a lot colder than it actually is and we call that the wind chill factor. So, if you're watching the news in English, Uh, in a country that has winter, you might be wondering what is wind chill factor? It is how cold it feels because of the wind blowing really, really hard. Um let's talk about things inside for a little bit. One of the nice things about winter is that your house is cozy usually because you have a furnace. A furnace is an appliance that heats your home It usually burns gas or propane or oil. Some furnaces still burn wood but it's something that just runs automatically and it keeps my home nice and warm in the winter. So, after being outside in the cold, it's nice to come into your house that's nice and warm because your furnace is running and keeping it nice and warm. The furnace knows what temperature to make the house by have by 
because there is a thermostat that controls it. We have our thermostat I think set to 21 degrees Celsius or 20 degrees Celsius. We keep our house fairly cold. We like to wear long sleeve shirts in the house in the winter. Sometimes when we're watching TV, we'll just have a blanket to stay warm as well because it costs money to heat your house. But uh, a thermostat is something that's on the wall in a certain location in a house or building and that's where you set the temperature for your house. Our thermostat is also automatic. When we are gone for the day, it keeps the house much colder and then when we're home, it keeps the house a little bit warmer. That's actually kind of nice. Some people though still have a small electric heater. There are a few people at work who keep an electric heater under their desk to blow hot air on their feet because they get cold really, really easily. Um but heaters are another thing. We have a couple small heaters. We don't use them all the time but sometimes if we just want to make one room warmer in the house, we'll just use an electric heater for a little bit. And then lastly, one of the nicest things about winter is something called hot chocolate. When my kids play outside, they get really, really cold. When they come inside, they like to have a cup of hot chocolate. Hot chocolate is a mixture of milk and sugar and cocoa. We usually buy it pre-mixed. So, this the kids will just warm up some water. They'll add some cocoa powder. They'll add some uh, milk. They'll add some sugar and they'll mix it together or they'll just use the hot chocolate mix. So, they'll just mix that directly. Um hot chocolate mix has sugar and cocoa pre-mixed and ready to go. But hot chocolate is a super yummy tasty drink that uh, a lot of people in winter countries will drink in the winter. I love hot chocolate. It's just it just makes you feel good when you you come in and you're super cold and then you just have a cup of hot chocolate. Sometimes I have tea as well. That's nice uh, as well. So, that is the end of the actual lesson. I'm going to spend the next five or ten minutes just answering some questions. You're welcome to stick around. I do wanna give a huge shout out to the 589 people watching. Stick around everybody. If you're new here, you should subscribe. Um it's I think I make some nice videos that help people learn English. People seem to enjoy them. If you have time, stick around. But let me answer some questions. Um so, SL Lanka has the next question and the question is, hi, teacher Bob. What do you especially eat or drink to help you warm up in the winter? This is a great question. So, we eat a lot more soup and we eat a lot more stew in the winter because it just kind of warms you up. There's something nice about having a a big hot bowl of soup on a winter evening for dinner or for supper. There's something really nice about a hot cup of coffee or a cup of tea or a cup of hot chocolate in the winter. So, SL Anka, we definitely eat a little bit differently. We definitely eat a lot more soup in the winter and a lot more stew. By the way, stew is just a thicker soup. Um let's see here. Harry has the next question. Hello, Bob. I hope you are doing well. I heard that Canada is known as the coldest country. How many degrees Celsius is the coldest temperature? So, I'm not sure we're the coldest. I think it gets really cold in Russia as well. The coldest temperature, Harry, in my area is probably about minus 20. We have a few days in the winter where it gets down to minus 20 but Canada is a large country and you can go really far north and you can experience extremely cold temperatures for sure. 
Let's see here. Uh, next question is from Deepak. Says, hi, Bob. Winter is your favorite reason. So, why is, what's the reason for winter being my favorite season? Um, I just, I like the temperature. I don't like being warm. My least favorite days in the year are when it's over 30 degrees Celsius in the summer. I just don't enjoy it. I really like winter because you can dress to be exactly the right body temperature. I don't get warm in the winter. I find it easier to think. I find the air really refreshing uh and I do like seeing a big blanket of snow everywhere. It makes everything just look really nice and tidy and clean. Uh let's see here. Salah says, is the person whose reaction is weak called cold? If we say someone is cold, like if we're describing a person and saying they're a cold person, it means that they're not very friendly. That's how we would describe that. Let's see here. Dr. Tukey says, hi, Bob. I wonder how huge is the underground city in Montreal? Why did they build it? Is it really freezing down there in the winter thing? So, one thing I didn't mention is that cities in countries that have harsh winters have a whole bunch of underground ways to get through the city. So, if you go to a city like Ottawa or Montreal, there are ways to go through the city underground. Uh Toronto has that as well. Um so, I I, I haven't experienced it a lot but the more winter your city experiences, the more likely your city has built a lot of ways to get around the city underground just so you don't have to go out in the cold. Um and it can be cold in those passageways but it's certainly not as cold as it is outside, doctor. Let's see here. Francisco says, in Guatemala, the temperature is always between 25 and 77 Fahrenheit. Is it colder in British Columbia? Oh, 25 Celsius or 77 Fahrenheit. It's colder in British Columbia. I would like to live in British Columbia. So, British Columbia is what we would call fairly temperate. Like, the temperature is fairly normal all year round because of the Pacific Ocean. So, I would do a Wikipedia search for British Columbia and look at the year-round temps and see what it's like. Hey, let me check something for a sec. I wanna see where I am. Oh, yeah. I think I can finish this today. Let me let me just keep going, everybody. Uh next question is from Aldrin. I don't really like winter but the funny thing is I have a dream to visit a country where there's snow there. I really want to know the feeling of touching snow. When I was in university, uh I was in university in a in Michigan um and the first time it snowed, there were students that had never seen snow before and it was really fun to see their reaction. They just loved it. Uh they just loved the snow. Um so, the next question is not on topic. So, we're gonna skip to the next one. Alexander says, hello, Mr. Bob. I would like to ask, do Canadians have any special food every winter? Yeah. So, as I mentioned, we eat a lot more stew, a lot more soup. We eat a lot more hot meals. So, we're less likely to eat meals that are cold. We're more likely to eat things that help warm us up. So, when I come in, I wouldn't mind a nice cup or a bowl of tomato soup or chicken stew uh or we eat more pies like meat pies as well. Certainly, in the winter, we eat uh food that warms the belly. That's how I would describe it. Uh Gabrielle says, what does snow feel like? It feels really cold and then it melts and then your hands are wet. That's what it feels like. Uh do you prefer winter or summer? I prefer winter. Definitely prefer winter. 
Uh, let's see here. Um, hi, Mr. Bob. I am Asian. I see lots of white people only wearing shorts in the winter in my country. So, you guys are not afraid of the cold. What kinds of clothes do you put on in the winter? Interestingly enough, in our buildings, it's usually pretty warm. At my school, there are students who do wear shorts in the winter. I know it sounds crazy but in the building, we have some classrooms where it's kind of warm. So, it's actually comfortable to wear shorts inside of a building. Um but I think people get used to different temperatures. So, I think if you are in a cold environment, eventually you get used to the cold. If you live in a very warm country, you get used to the warm. Uh let's see. Erica from Brazil. Hi, Bob. It's true. You usually wear a different kind of clothes outside and then when you are inside of the house, you let all the this on a coat rack because there is a heater. So, when my kids play outside in the snow, when they come in, we have a rack close to where the heat comes out of a pipe and they will hang their coats and scarves and hats on that rack because even though they're not wet, they have snow on them and the snow will melt and then the clothes will get wet. So, yes, we do have special places in our house to dry our mittens and our gloves and our hats. Let's see here where I'm at. Kamal just says, hi, Bob. How's it going? Have you ever been to Uzbekistan? No, I haven't. If not, would you like to visit? We really like and respect you. Have a nice day. Well, thank you, Kamal. That's very kind of you. Uh thank you very, very much. Let me get to the next question. So, I'm only going to answer questions that are on topic but I'll do this one quick for Sargon. I feel embarrassed trying to speak English. What suggestions can you give? Speak more English. Have conversations with the same person every week so that you don't have to worry about feeling embarrassed. Like practice with someone who you know and trust and like. Swag has the next question. What do you do when there is a winter storm? Well, if it's a small storm swag, nothing really changes. We just drive slower. We still go to work and we look out the window and we appreciate the snow as it falls from the sky. That's what we do um when there is a winter storm. But if it's really bad, sometimes we will stay home from work. We won't go to work because it's cold. Uh Akmand, Akmad says, how much is the temperature difference in Canada and Russia in the winter? Thank you. Most of my Russian friends that I know via my YouTube channel, when I do a video, uh if they're in Moscow or that part of Russia, the weather is almost exactly the same. I'll say it's minus five and snowing here and then in the comments, they'll say it's minus six and snowing in Moscow right now. So, Canada and Russia have very similar temperatures. Um I think Russia though, if you go far enough south, you can get to a warmer part but definitely Canada and Russia share uh, a lot of the same climate and temperature um for sure. Naomi from Japan. Have you ever been stranded in a snowstorm? Yes. Um there were times where I was driving home from university and the snow would get really really bad and I actually one time just stopped at a friend's place that I knew along the way uh and I was stuck there for a couple of days. So, I was stranded because I couldn't drive in the snow. Um sometimes that just happens. Sometimes there's a snowstorm. So, um hope you're uh, learning a lot of English here. Let me just check to make sure to see what's happening on the question front. There are no more questions. I have done all the questions. Woohoo. That's what I say when I do all the questions. Hey, thanks for being here for this English lesson. 
uh, about winter. It was a lot of fun. I've now completed the four lessons. I did spring, summer, fall, and autumn, and winter. So, that's really cool. Um, I'm glad that I could do this remember before winter starts. Winter starts in about two, three weeks. So, now you know everything you need to know. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you especially to Dave and Todd uh for uh moderating and keeping things civil in the chat. Thanks to all of you who are members. If you see people with green names, it means they click the join button below. Thank you so much for doing that. Thanks to Todd, sorry, Brent from American English with this guy uh and thanks to Rod from uh Rod the Brazilian English teacher for being here in the chat as well. You two guys are awesome. Uh it's nice getting to know you. Anyways, um I see one comment. Annette Manzi is saying, thank you very much, Bob, for this lesson about winter. Have a great working day before the weekend. Thanks, Annette. And I'm gonna wish all of you the same thing. I hope you all have a good day and a good weekend. I'm just gonna wave like a silly Canadian. Um and I'll see you tomorrow, 11 a.m. Question and answer English lesson. I'll be there. I hope to see you there as well. So, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye, everybody. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash Bob the Canadian.